What's good, family? It's your boy Trader Rules from Real Last Conversations, and I get a question all the time. How do I make a podcast? And what I make my podcast on is Anchor.fm. Anchor is a free app that allows you to make your podcast anywhere from your phone or your computer. You can make money off of this. So please add to your podcast either in the beginning or in the middle. That's free game right there. You have everything in one place. So please download an Anchor free app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Please. Let's make this money together, y'all. Love. Good morning, America. That was Bernie Mac used to say on his show. I'm addressing America right now because uh, things are very serious. It's to the point where I don't even really have any answers. You know, I'm just as confused as everybody. But uh, welcome to the newest episode of Real Ass Conversations. And let's dive into some of the things that we're seeing right now in America. So about two weeks ago, there was a situation with George Floyd where he was being arrested. He already had handcuffs on him. There was four cops in his vicinity, but one cop decided to put his knee on his neck. And his officer, Chauvin, he's he's a white officer, of course, so that being recorded for the whole media to see, it really caused uproar. And I honestly don't believe that it caused the uproar in the beginning. But when uh, last week, when the attorney, let me find his name real quick because I don't want to, you know, get on false information. When the attorney, Mike Freeman, basically said like, hey, we got him. We got him arrested. You know, the video was graphic, but we have to make sure that we find any evidence that it was actually caused by that. You know what I'm saying? Caused by his knee on the guy neck why George Floyd died. George Floyd died. Now, to a lot of people in America, that basically just means like, hey, we're going to basically get this guy off, you know, because basically it just it seems like they don't really have any, it's on their side, full evidence proving that the knee on the back of George Floyd neck was the main cause of his death. They even had an autopsy done on him. They basically said that there was no... There were no signs of, you know, strangulation or cutting off of the windpipe. Basically, the the, the autopsy said that George Floyd died from previous conditions and he could have been intoxicated. Now, we all saw the video. It was a nine-minute video. This dude has kneeled his neck. The guy screams out repeatedly, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. The white cop, Officer Chauvin, he just showed, like, no remorse at all. He was just like, F it, like. My knee here, and I felt that when he saw more people come around him, he was like, let me prove a point. You know what I'm saying? That was what I saw on the camera, that the guy wanted to prove a point. Now, I haven't had too many run-ins with the law, you know, personally. And every time I did have a run-in with the law, it was with one of my friends, and they might have been in the situation. And for some reason, cops are, are always aggressive, you know, in the beginning. And I don't know whether that's trained but or whether, or whether they're just on high alert because because cops are in danger too, you know. There's crazy people out there that would do multiple things, but I just feel like if you already have somebody handcuffed, face on the ground, 
just pick him up, put him in a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the point of keeping your knee on his neck? And to the Asian cop that was there, it was just like, I felt like he knew it was wrong, but he was just like, F it. Like, I got to write up for my homeboy instead of, instead of him being accountable for his, his, his friend. Now, this uh, caused a lot of concern, you know, because it just kind of seemed like this dude not going to get the, the, just, the justice that it deserved, which is basically manslaughter being in jail. Cause he got, he was basically, he's basically being prosecuted for third degree murder. And I want to actually look up what third degree murder is because I just want to make sure that we all on the same page because it's crazy. All right. So a third degree murder defined in the laws of three states, which is Florida, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania. Okay. Basically, it means regardless of the underlying felony, felony murder only where the underlying felony is nonviolent or depraved heart murder. It is punishable by the maximum of 40 years in Florida. So basically... What I'm getting from is that, you know, it's not intentional. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, George Floyd died out of the the officer doing his duty. I don't know. I'm not saying that, you know, all cops are bad, but definitely the justice system is is messed up. It's corrupt. And uh, last last year, not last year, I mean, last week, riots started going on everywhere. Like, people were just looting these stores, burning things down, throwing bricks. I don't know what's true and what's false because it's media, you know? television tell lies to our vision you know what i'm saying that's basically what it is and it's just like i don't know whether the media is just projecting all the negative stuff because i know there are peaceful protests out there you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying the people that are looting and doing all that stuff is wrong i I feel like everybody have a right to feel their way you know what i'm saying like we all hurt right now we all confused i'm confused i'm a i'm a black male i'm like i'm a 300 pound black male you know what i'm saying i'm bald i'm big I could be viewed as a threat to anybody, and that's that's serious. And I always used to uh, used to wonder why my mom didn't let me grow a beard when I was like fourteen, fifteen, because she said she was too scared that if I did get in trouble, that I'll probably get uh, like I'll probably get you know treated like I'm a grown adult when I wasn't. And I never understood the time, you know. I was always kind of oblivious to it, but the older I get and the more of these situations I see, is like, are we safe out here? Are we safe walking down the street, jogging? Are we safe going to the store? Are we safe even calling the cops if something even happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lot of questions going on right now. And the biggest thing that concerns me is that this is causing a big divide in the black community. I be on social media and I see my friends arguing about what's right and what's wrong. Oh, uh, you shouldn't be looting. Oh, y'all just broke people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes no sense. What about white on white crime? This, that, and the third. And h- here's my two cents on this, okay? When I hear white on white crime or crime is crime, all crime is not judged the same. And this to my to my friends who I see out there, because I'm not going to call y'all wrong for how y'all feel. But whenever it's black on black crime, one person probably doing life in jail and one person going to be dead forever. Whenever it's White on black crime or white on white crime, one person gonna do a lighter sentence and one person may still be alive. And yeah, I feel like there's probably more white crime out there because we're only, as black people, we're only 20% of this population. So of course we wanna be outnumbered just based off of statistics. Whenever I see black on black crime, it's, it makes no sense to me because what that basically means to me is like you're comparing the highest penalty to everybody else's penalty. Like, 
A white guy and a black guy can do the same crime. And I put money, the black guy is going to do more time. I put money and it's going to be a faster verdict too. It's not going to be just, oh, let's deliberate. So that's what, that's my only issue with that. It's like, you can't compare the two. Because for black people, we always get to the severe case. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's like a, that look at, look at, uh, what's, what's that documentary called? This will come back to me, but it's, it's on, it's on uh, Netflix about the five kids who was uh, arrested in New York and was falsely accused. And the one dude, Corey, went into the system. No, he went into the system he was trying to check on his friend. And he basically served like mad years getting beat up. And who knows what else happened to this man? It was a, it was a, a kid. I put money in that was a white kid that would not have happened. So whenever I see black people say, oh, all crime is crime, it's like, no. All right. What the Black Lives Matter group, this is how I take it. What they want, they just want equality. They're not saying that, you know, it's right for a, you know, crime to happen, but we all just want the justice that we all deserve. Like, if this was, if this was to happen to, like, a white person, this was going to put on media, I put money, the cops would be in jail so fast, so, so fast. And, you know, I'm not going to, and for the people who are, who are conspiracy theorists, yes, the media is pumping out a lot of fear right now. I'm not with CNN because I feel like all I do is show negative shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's and I don't feel like that's right because I feel like there's a lot of positive things happening in the community too that they just don't show. So if you keep putting fear into the into the masses, you know some scary shit is going to happen. Like for real, and it's like really sad. And there's a difference. It's like you know for black people. All right, I, I remember I saw I read this and it was like you know it was a study that was like. If there's poverty, there will be crime. There's more poverty in black communities than there is, you know, how can I say, economic wealth. So if you put somebody in poverty, no matter what your race is, you're going to have crime happen. Bad shit's going to happen because there's no hope. Yeah, there might be one or two people that might make it out the hood, but how often does that, does that happen? You know, as black people, we know that's a dime a dozen. When I played football, I was told, like, you know, it was a slim chance I could make it to the league. And we know that. You know what I'm saying? And my issue also is, you know, I feel like we don't, how can I say, we don't praise the black lawyers, the black people in Congress, people who are judges who are black, you know. We don't really preach that when we was in school. You know what I'm saying? We all wanted to be the athletes. You know what I'm saying? We all want to be rappers. This, down and the third. But. I feel like as black communities, we have to put more time into, you know, making some of these job positions admirable to, to the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I have I have a few people with friends who are who are lawyers. I got a few friends who are in Congress. But let me just say it's a very short number and it should be higher because we should have more representation in those places so we can do more. I feel like, you know, maybe burning and Ryan isn't a question. I feel like maybe if y'all are going to burn anything, do like Congress, like not Congress, like do like your local state, like uh, IRS places or or go to your local uh, or go to your local, your lo- local government officials. You know what I'm saying? And just how can I say I want to say I don't want to promote violence. But if you're going to like do that, do it to the people that that control what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I know what y'all say, like, you know, some of these stores, you know, they got billionaire people and you, they got billionaire uh, owners and, you know, it can be rebuilt. 
But a lot of people who are our colors are losing jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like unemployment at, the, at an all time high. So without these jobs and buildings, you know, I'm telling you what poverty is going to cause more chaos. And that's just simple, man. Like, I feel like if, we, if you are going to be be violent and do uh and protest that way, be strategic. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it calculated. Just don't do it off of a whim. Just don't do it so you can get some new kicks. Do it with a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying anybody wrong, but that's my feeling on everything. And I, I got a point to blame on myself. Like, I don't really vote locally. Like, I feel like until the minority or your people of color start vo- uh, voting more locally, we're not going to get nowhere, man. Like, I, honestly, we're not. I don't do that. And I and I got to start doing that. that. That what this made me aware of, that I have to be more socially conscious of what's going on around me and the laws that protect me. We have to educate ourselves now. And it's scary because it took me 27 years to learn this. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be in all that chaos. I just want to bring happiness and joy and peace to people around me in any way, shape, or form I can. You know what I'm saying? And this podcast is kind of way I can do that because it also helped me track some of these crazy events. Can you imagine? I know there's a joke on Twitter and on Facebook. Can you imagine, though, <laughs> the history books our kids going to read and seeing 2020? Like, so much shit is going on. Like, we dealing with a pandemic. We dealing with poverty. And we still dealing with racism, man. And it's crazy that this happening in 2020. You know what I'm saying? And to all the cops and, and, and all the people who are white, who are, you know, helping, that who are who are with us and that help us in a positive way, I appreciate that, yo. Like, it's love. Like, we need each other. And I'm seeing on Facebook, like, a lot of people saying, like, like going so crazy at the Black Lives Matter movement. But my thing is, y'all have all these questions with no answers. I can understand if you come to a conversation and you have some answers along with your questions. Like, I can understand your question is like, what about black on black crime? What about, you know, a hardworking person, you know, working so hard to build up their business and, they, and it just burned down because people want to act crazy. I can understand those questions, but give some answers too. Because every time I hear people ask you questions in return, y'all say, I don't know what, what, what we can do, but I know, I know that's not the answer. So you're not contributing to anything then. You're basically just, you know, causing more confusion. Because if you don't have no answers, why even have a conversation? Like, a conversation is not just built off opinion. You need facts and you need some some type of basis behind it. You know what I'm saying? And for the people on the other side on Black Lives Matter, don't just cancel those people out. Like, educate them, find a way to challenge them, but do it in a positive way. Like, we need different mindsets to go further. We can't just keep thinking like how we've been thinking. Like being peaceful and being and rioting is not going to be the answer. We got to find something else. We got to be more strategic. So we need some of like the great black minds come together and make a plan for us to keep going. Like I saw Killer Mike, like he gave the best speech. He was like, let's be, let's be smart about this. Like let's be strategic and let's not take away from the fact that George Floyd lost his life, man. He was a positive person. He was all about peace. He was all about love. Like I've seen plenty of videos. And he saw a, a picture of him. He used to be a porn star. I don't, I don't like that either. Like, why wouldn't uh, when something happens to a black person, we bring up all day past life and what, like, well, say a white murderer do something, or a white killer, or a white criminal do something. You know what I'm saying? Nothing ever comes up about their past ever. I never see it, and it's crazy. It's just really crazy to me. But these times aren't for me to understand. Like, we have to. If you got to, we got to believe in something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to believe in something, and you got to stand up for something during this time. Like I said, I'm not here to have all the answers. 
But if you have a, a critique on the Black Lives Matter movement or what people are doing, and then somebody asks you, well, we actually have peaceful protests in this location where we give out water, where we actually have, like, hold a hand ceremony, lighting candles, and you don't go out to that place, just be quiet, man. Like, you, you're just not helping it. And for me, I was just quiet just because I don't have the answers, and I, ain't want, I wanted to be careful about what I say because I can see the light in both sides. And I know we need both sides to get to where we need to go. Malcolm X just wasn't a violent person. He was a strategist. He knew that we needed lawyers, doctors, teachers in this system to help bring a better uh, bring a better future for us. We got to do that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to take too much time today on this subject, but we got to do better, America. We got to come together. And it's okay to have different opinions, but let's come with some answers too. Like we have to figure this out because if not, it's nothing but down here from down here from here. And, you know, martial law seems like it's right around the corner. And if that starts happening, it's like, yo, what the fuck are we in? 1970s or 1930s, I mean? Like, it's it just blows my mind, you know? So, all I know is, you know, I love you guys of all color, all race. I'm with the Black Lives Matter group. I'm with people who are willing to bring different ideas from the other side of the fence as well. Because we need all of that. And just remember, you know... We all human. And I and I, I it's funny because, you know, Facebook be bringing up memories from like years ago that you forget about. And this one memory that it brought up and I was just like, wow, like this was really four years ago. It's so vital today. And basically it was like, I am at peace with God, but my conflict is with man. And that's from Charlie Chaplin, comedian. And it's crazy how sometimes the comedians be having some of the most deeper shit to say. But, you know, it's all love. It's your boy Trader Realist. R.I.P. to George Floyd. My heart and condolences go out to his family. I hope his legacy is upheld throughout all of this. And I hope for a better tomorrow, you know. So please, please be uh, be aware of your surroundings during this time. Please be safe. And please make a home safe for your family because I love you out there. Your family love you out there. And we need you here. And it's your boy Trader Realist, man. Peace.